Paul shares his Christian testimony. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. Well, when last we met, uh, Paul had just been arrested in the temple and was being carried away uh, by the soldiers because of the violence of the crowd, Luke told us. Uh, And (laughs) as he was being led away, a mob of people followed, crying out, away with him. Uh, It's interesting, that sounds so very much like what was being said to Jesus um, when he was in front of Pilate. Um, And so (laughs) what Paul has learned and what we often learn is that following Jesus literally might be the death of us. (laughs) It certainly is the death of our sinful, selfish ways uh, so that we come to be committed to his ways, uh, that we come to be committed to his kingdom above all else. And so Paul's in a pickle, and we'll learn some more about that today. Today we're going to see Paul begin to mount his defense, if you will, really uh, simply by telling his Christian testimony in front of the people who really would like to do away with him. Um, You'll remember they're angry because he's been preaching the gospel and turning people away from the traditions of the Jewish faith and turning them toward uh, faith in Jesus and the scandalous freedom that comes with following Jesus. You're no longer uh, bound to the rituals and traditions of the past. Those things, uh, those things died at the cross. And uh, we can be grateful for that. Well, today we're going to be looking at uh, Acts chapter 21, verses 37 through 40. Uh, We'll get just into Paul's address, and then um, as we move into chapter 22, we'll begin unpacking that uh, in a more detailed way. But before we get started this morning, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you, God of grace and God of glory. Uh, We come humbly before you. Who are we (laughs) that you would be mindful of us? Uh, We just give you thanks, Lord God, that you uh, have numbered the hairs on our heads. That means you know us so well. You know us down to the tiniest detail. Amazing, amazing. Father, speak through your word. We're hungry to learn. We're hungry to grow in your presence. We're hungry for what you have for us, and we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, here's Acts 21, 37 through 40. As Paul was about to be brought into the barracks, he said to the tribune, may I say something to you? And he said, do you know Greek? Are you not the Egyptian then who recently stirred up a revolt and led the 4,000 men of the assassins, out into the wilderness? Paul replied, I am a Jew from Tarsus in Cilicia, a citizen of no obscure city. I beg you, permit me to speak to the people. And when he had been given permission, Paul, standing on the steps, motioned with his hands to the people. And when there was a great hush, he addressed them in the Hebrew language, saying, 
and we're going to leave it there. <laughs> so he's been arrested. He's been taken in front of the tribune. Um, he asked the tribune, the uh, leader of that barracks, uh, if he could say something. That man had a question for Paul, and he misidentified Paul. He says, aren't you, he says, do you know Greek? Aren't you that Egyptian that led uh, those 4,000 men of the assassins out into the wilderness? Paul says, no, no, that, <laughs> There's a case of mistaken identity there. Uh, that's not who I am. I am a Jew from Tarsus in Cilicia, a uh, citizen of no obscure city, and I'm asking you to give me permission to speak to the people. And the man does. And so Paul, uh, we're told by Luke, motions with his hands, gets the people's attention, and begins to speak to them in the Hebrew language. Um, he was well-versed in the Hebrew language, you'll remember. Uh, as he gives his uh, earthly pedigree and says that he is a Jew of Jews, a, a zealot, a Pharisee, uh, trained in the law. Uh, if anybody knew the law, it was Paul, inside and out, <laughs> which made his conversion to the grace of the cross all the more powerful. And so Luke tells us he began to address them in Hebrew, and we'll have to wait <laughs> for what happens in chapter 22. Um, Paul does some interesting things here. One, he knew his rights as a citizen, and he took advantage of his legal rights. Uh, he was not afraid to stand on his citizenship when that was uh, appropriate and expedient. And he did so, and that's what he's doing here. He's taking legal advantage of the opportunity that he has as a citizen to speak for himself, and he does that. Um, but uh, he is going to pivot into a message that uh, will win the attention of every listener as he shares his Christian testimony. You know, the most powerful witnessing tool we have uh, to the world is the witness of our testimony, um, the witness of our uh, changed life, uh, the life that we were living before Jesus and the life that we have now as a result of Jesus. That's a powerful resource, and most of us probably underutilize it to a certain extent in the sense that it's our story. We don't really think too much of it. <laughs> but uh, if Jesus has done a work in us, then we have endless, ceaseless opportunities uh, to speak of his good work in our lives and of his power to transform. And that's what the world needs to hear. Uh, they don't need a soft Jesus that uh, just makes you a nice person. They need a Jesus uh, who was a warrior against sin, <laughs> uh, a Jesus who was uh, willing to go to the wall for us, willing to go to the cross for us, willing to give up his life for us. That's the Jesus the world needs. And um, we know that Jesus if we uh, profess him by faith. And uh, if his spirit is alive in us, uh, then we've seen the power of his working within. All right, my friends. Well, I'm looking forward to moving on into chapter 22, and I hope that you are too. Thanks so very much for taking time out of your day to study with us. I pray as always that God would speak through his word in a mighty way in your hearts. God bless, and we'll see you again tomorrow, Lord willing.